Deductive thinking is actually the opposite of inductive thinking. So instead of gathering data and then drawing a generalization, deductive thinking starts at the other end. You begin with a generalization that you think might be true. For example, that a certain company makes a good software based on having bought a number of their programs. Then you apply this generalization to a specific case and decide that their newest program should also be a winner. So over the last uh, three days, we've been going over the power of basically power thinking, which is combining thinking logically, inductively, and deductively together to uh, tap into something that you know people like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, amazing, amazing people that have had large impact on the world and massive success have been able to tap into. And, you know, in in our society where truly common sense is no longer common, being able to harness these and not just understand them, but actually apply them is what my goal is in this, uh, this four part series. So, you know, our first, um, our first episode was just the overview of the three, three modes of thinking in power thinking and, uh, obviously logical, deductive and inductive. And, Yesterday or yesterday was uh, inductive thinking. The day before that was logical thinking, and today we're actually wrapping it up with thinking deductively. So, you know, once once we got into that, so you kind of understand that you know you probably start, aren't conscious of it, but the fact that we are largely unconscious of our thinking process is a major handicap to uh, capitalizing them on them. But hidden is in this simple deduction are three essential principles. Three principles represent the basic steps in reasoning in the reasoning process. So these these steps are a major premise or generalization, a minor premise or generalization, a conclusion or deduction. And, you know, deduction is not like one plus one equals two, considering that that's logical thinking. So considering the major premise and minor premise usually um, together suggests the conclusion. So in your deduction that the new software would be a good product, you know, in the example we used above, major premise or generalization, the firm that has always designed the good programs in the past, minor premise or conclusion, the firm has a new product. Deduction, the new software, should be a comparable quality. Deductive thinking shares the same drawbacks as does inductive thinking. It works well if your premises are accurate. If they aren't, your conclusions will be faulty. So it's very, very important. And it's same with uh, inductive thinking that we discussed yesterday. You know, it's, it's, it's important that they need to be tested and double-checked and otherwise subjected to proof. And what's interesting is uh, Sherlock Holmes, this is his, his form of thinking. And, uh, you know, the, the series about Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, I actually have one of his book, which is The uh, Treasury of Sherlock Holmes. It's, it's really good. So... You know, he says, elementary, dear Watson, um, you know, the world celebrated the fictional detective um, who could cry to his companion. And Holmes' success in his stories is due entirely to his expertise at deduction. And he was actually able to master all three of these logical tools and many more. But deduction is actually very, very important as far as, you know, the uh, his, his kind of um, sleuthing abilities. So, um, you know... This basically led let him see a number of clues, and he should um, he could deduce the identity of the killer. So he would eliminate um, basically things to find the find the correct killer. And it's it's really interesting because realizing that um, that you know Sherlock Holmes is an interesting guy. Like 
you can you can enjoy learning about things like this as well. You don't just have to go to a book. And again, a lot of these concepts are coming from the book Double Your Brain Power by Gene Stein. But anyways, you know, for Sherlock Holmes, watch the uh, Sherlock movies with Robert Downey Jr. I really liked those. Those were awesome. And then um, there's, I think it's BBC with, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but it's a really, really good Sherlock series. It was on Netflix. It's called Sherlock. And um, so this is basically, this is a four-step process for actually applying this um, deductive thinking into your life. And then we'll be wrapping up this four-part series. I kind of wanted to keep this short. So use the exercise that follows as a model whenever you are in a situation in which you are applying general knowledge to specific areas. First, ask yourself what major underlying premise or generalization is. Second, ask yourself what your minor premise is. Add them together mentally, compare them, contrast them. See if you suggest anything to you at all. And then lastly, check and double check your major premises to be certain your logic is sound. So you have to combine logical thinking in this. And that, that was the first of the, uh, the, first of the three power, power thinking modes. And you have to make sure your logic is found is uh, true and avoid logical fallacies such as inadequate sampling, post hoc, ergo, proper hoc logic, or false analogy. Very, very important to remember this. And again, so this is wrapping up the, uh, the four-part series of power thinking, logical, inductive, and deductive thinking. And again, a lot of these concepts came from the book, Double Your Brain Power by Gene Stein. Absolutely fascinating book. Hope you were able to uh, master these. And, you know, if you just listen to one or two, go over them all again. And uh, I recommend you pick up this book. It goes over a lot more than just um, basically doubling your thinking, but truly like reading um, tons of different modes of uh, brain power. So if you enjoyed this series and this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. And until next time.